Welcome, historians. Host Austin he they she and host Brenda she her have been waiting for you. Come along for secret histories of nerd mysteries. Hello everyone, welcome to episode 85 of Secret Histories of Nerd Mysteries. So we have a lot of news because it's like two weeks of news and I was like, well, we got to pare it down a little bit. Like there was a lot of news, but it's like, it is all important news, including one thing that um, burst onto the new scene yesterday, wherein um, Velma is canonically a lesbian. Velma lesbian confirmed, finally. finally. If you First of all, if you have not done it already by the time you hear this, just Google Velma. Just Velma. Not her whole name. Nothing else. Just type in Velma to Google. You're welcome. Hopefully, when you listen to this next week, it will still be there. Right. If not, just kind <laughs> of look happens. it up and see. Yeah. If nothing happens, please know something cool did happen before, um, and you missed it. Sorry. Yeah, we could tell you, but we'd like you to be surprised, and if you're not surprised because it's already gone, um, we'd like you to be disappointed. Yeah. I do not apologize. <laughs> uh, no, it's super cool. Uh, I think the cool, the, one of the coolest things, like, since it came out, this is something I think we, me and Brenda knew, and maybe other people who are obsessed with Scooby-Doo, um... But a lot mm-hmm. of creators who've worked on Scooby-Doo is like, yeah, no, I super tried to make Velma a lesbian. They told me no. Uh, which I think is very clear. Mm-hmm. In Mystery Incorporated, there's an episode... In the creators of Mystery Incorporated, which was like a Scooby-Doo series from the mid-2000s that tried to incorporate... Or, yeah, mid- early to early 2010s-ish, yeah. that tried to incorporate more like linear storytelling, um, tried to have Velma... Be- have gone on the book saying that they tried to have Velma be a lesbian. And there's an mm-hmm. episode in... Mystery Incorporated, where Velma finds a mermaid and is keeping this mermaid in her house. Mm-hmm. And it is the gayest thing. Like, and at the end, loud. it's so gay. It's <laughs> loud. She's like blushing when she's talking to this mermaid. She's like, this mermaid is so fucking cool. And she's hanging out in my tub. And like, at the end of the episode, they had to be like, oh, she just thinks mermaids are cool. Yeah. You know, but like, when you think about the era that was, I don't think at that point, if Marceline and, um, and Bubblegum had kissed... It had just happened. Yeah, so. it was still pretty recent. Like, I don't think Steven Universe had finished gayifying Cartoon Network yet. No. Uh, they were still, everyone was still working on it um, well before She-Ra is happening. So it's still, like, Korra had happened, and that was, like, the gayest thing you got, which is two ladies holding hands. Yeah, it's, <laughs> and they just walked into, <laughs> last second of the last episode, they hold hands and walk into the, the light. Yeah, and then the creators had to say on Tumblr, God, it was Tumblr still, uh, <laughs> that Korasami was canon. They had to be like, yes, that is their girlfriends. That's the best we could do. Yeah. This is really what we meant, and this is all Nickelodeon would let us get away with. Like, that's... I think, like, a lot of, like, the young, like, 20s, 20-year-olds right now mm-hmm. who are, like, they don't, they weren't there. Like, they, like, were watching cartoons 
during when like these, this representation kind of started happening. Mm-hmm. So it's like there have always been, you know, at least one gay character in media. Whereas when we were growing up, nothing, none of that, no. absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. nothing. And I think it's so Maybe, interesting. Yeah, we, we talked about it like on Twitter a little bit, um, but we just like the idea quote of quote unquote like queer baiting, and like for so long that's been like a big. Mm-hmm. thing that people get upset about online it's just i don't know it's always been weird to me because i'm like don't you think maybe instead of thinking they had it's like good faith versus bad faith reading right yeah i'm not here to defend a mega corporation i am here to defend artists and writers like make that make the stuff right like they mm-hmm. make it and then like people sell it and that's just unfortunately how we all exist in the world right now exactly. um and i like to read things that artists make with good faith of like okay is this like they wanted to trick us so they got money? Probably not. They're an artist. Is it this is what the overlords let me make when I made my pitch? Probably that, right? Yeah. And it's like there's there are some instances of queer baiting, but it's yes. a lot less common than you think. So like yeah. for an example, like Dean and Castiel from Supernatural, where in the last episode <laughs> Castiel's like, Hey bro, I love you. And then Dean's like cool and castiel goes to super <laughs> hell that's queer baiting because yeah. like the whole time you're like one second angel was in my lap and he's falling again oh my god this little lad uh, my cat angel has decided he's a mama's boy now and he wants to sit <laughs> in my lap but he's an absolutely massive 20 pound black cat you know he's not fat he's just very large mm-hmm. and he wants to sit in my lap and he can't he's too big too large so you're gonna you're going to probably hear him purring and then also hear me um, yelling as he falls out of my lap again. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, yeah, so there's, like, some instances, but, like, you know, Velma having a crush on this mermaid in this episode, that's not queer baiting. That was no. all that they could do. All they could do. Even um, back to the 2002 Scooby-Doo movie with that James Gunn wrote? Mm-hmm. He wrote. Um, and there's another writer whose name I don't remember. Uh there's multiple scenes they just like took out of the movie because they're like, well, that would mean she's gay. And James Gunn is like, yes. And they're like, no. She's gay. And I, I think it's like a mainstream, you know, I'm not going to say joke, but like mainstream acceptance that um, Velma has been gay this whole time. Yeah, I don't. I, it, it was not. It was shocking in that they finally let it be canonical, not in that it happened, right? Yeah, it's shocking that it became canonical at this specific time with what's happening with Warner Brothers and HBO yeah, Max absolutely. and Discovery and, Listen. you know, especially with, like, the conservative <laughs> leadership, um, which this movie was probably already done by the time this happened, but, like... I'm, this is, like, they had to hide the movie, right? Like, Dave was like, don't mm-hmm. we have, like, a new Scooby-Doo cartoon? Uh... Yeah, it's, you know, it's just a straight to DVD. It's not, it's really whatever. It's you nothing. Know. It's not going to be anything. You know, I remember, like, when Scoob Holiday Hijinks got canceled, uh, news outlets were saying, like, there's not going to be any Scooby-Doo movie this year. There's mm-hmm. always been a Scooby-Doo thing that comes out every year. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, and then I heard that Trick or Treat Scooby-Doo was coming out, and I was like, hmm. what? <laughs> what? There is a Scooby-Doo thing coming out. What? This is the first I'm hearing of this. <laughs> David's last was somewhere in his like fucking penthouse smoking a Cuban and saw it on Twitter and I'm, I'm sure was like, what the fuck? <laughs> also, I haven't seen this movie because it's not streaming on HBO Max and it it's not like streaming anywhere. You can rent it, but mm-hmm. you can't just like 
stream it, which no. wild choice. So I haven't seen it, but just like from that one clip that's circulating of uh, Velma seeing the new character uh, whose name I believe is Coco. Coco um, Diablo. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I love that. She's a fashion designer. Oh, cool. That's cool. But the animation in that scene is so animated. Yes. <laughs> it's like very like, because Scooby-Doo, they can be pretty samey. They look like they're like always on model. Mm-hmm. It's like they they never really like put a lot of effort into Not for the Gay animation. Velma, they said. They said for they Gay like, Velma. <laughs> they're like, we're animating this on like, the, I don't remember any animation terms. We're putting more frames per second in this puppy. Yeah, it's it is very movie, not move mm-hmm. movie like moving a lot, not movie like movie quality. Is wow, huh? <laughs> that that joke doesn't work, huh? Anyway, there's other <laughs> Velma's gay. Uh, a lot of people are like, oh well, she's bisexual because she's dating Johnny Bravo. Johnny Bravo's not a man. I don't know how to make it any clearer to you than that. We're <laughs> I, I'm sorry if you think Johnny Bravo's a cis man. You're incorrect. <laughs> You're just wrong. And also, he's dating. He's dating Samurai Jack, and yeah. they're happy together. I don't know. I I can't make it any clearer than that. Uh, someone someone brought up like, oh well, she dated Shaggy. I was like, they lit- the creator literally said they wanted to use that storyline to show Velma figuring out that she doesn't like guys. <laughs> Oh yeah, her dating Shaggy is the most painful thing to They like watch. clearly are both not into it and I think they yeah. were it felt like the creators being like cuz people were like oh Daphne and Fred and Shaggy and Vel-. and I think creators were like no, they don't like here, here's them dating. Isn't it bad? Are you happy now? Can we move on? It was so painful. And then Scooby-Doo, like, that whole time, like, Scooby was jealous. And <laughs> Shaggy just wanted to spend all this time with Scoob. And I'm like, well, this is an interesting dynamic. <laughs> I, hope, I hope Scooby and Shaggy aren't dating. Because it kind of feels like that. <laughs> but, like, we really got to get ourselves out of this corner we wrote ourselves into. There's, like, a scene where Scooby walks in on them kissing. And he's like... <coughs> what are you? What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck do you think? Velma's a lesbian. Grow up. Get over it. Uh, welcome to the future. You can't stop us now. There's other news. <laughs> yes. Um, Ned got kicked out of the Try Guys. Yes. Last week. This would have been a last week news. Yeah, it was pretty sudden. Um... So I do, I never quite recovered from my BuzzFeed phase. So I do watch the Try Guys. <laughs> I was like, Brenda goes here. I do not. I'm a, I'm yeah. a bystander. Look, I do a lot of like crafting where I'm like cutting out stickers and crocheting. So it's like, I can't watch like anything that requires um, a good chunk of my mental capabilities. So it's great to just have guys be like, we're going to try learning how to do pool, like play pool. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Cool. Go for it, guys. <laughs> it's, you know, stuff like that. But anyway, Ned, who was the the wife guy, the boring, the worst one, um, got caught cheating on his wife, which just goes to show that, like, mm. most guys who make their love and their wife their whole personality in, like, a public sphere just suck. <laughs> like- here's, uh, here's, here, let me just lay it on you. 
if you are actually a wife guy, you are too busy being a wife guy to fucking talk about it. You got wife guy exactly. stuff to do. You have dinners to prep. You have lunches to make. You have a bed to, you have sheets to wash. You're too fucking busy to be talk. If all you're doing is talking about it, you're, you're shut up. You're not, do- anyway, that's all, that's yeah. all I go no, here that's for. That's exactly it. That's exactly <laughs> it. Like, so he's gone. And it was, like, they kicked him out immediately, like, once they were doing, like, an internal investigation once Mm -hmm. they found out. And then and then he was gone. And um, slowly the remaining guys, Eugene, Keith, and Zach, are going back to, like, you know, tweeting on their personal accounts. And Mm -hmm. I think next week they're going to talk about it more on their podcast. But honestly, like, the way that they reacted to it and, like, the swiftness that they they acted is – I think it shows that they – I'm going to keep watching them. They, they, They handled it very, very well. Uh, I'm very impressed. So we'll see what the future holds. Um, I kind of always mm-hmm. thought that Eugene would just leave first because he's like, he does other stuff outside of the Try Guys. Yeah, I feel like he's, he's the, I didn't realize he's working he was on a Nimona. <laughs> Yeah. Because <laughs> I like know him. Like when I saw, like when I saw the stuff, I was like, oh, I know that guy. Yeah. So I just kind of figured he would get busy with like other stuff and he would leave. Cause like for a good chunk of last year, he was not in a lot of videos. Mm-hmm. So when I watched like try guys, try stand up last week and it was Eugene, Zach and Keith, I was like, Ned's not here. And mm-hmm. this is edited very weird. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, people were like, they cut Ned out of the episode. And <laughs> so you can see it where like they literally like put like fake posts in there and like cuts where like the wall doesn't match up. They literally <laughs> erased him from this episode. And Which is like it, real commitment to they because they released that message mm-hmm. um, where they talked about essentially we're going to be doing that as much as we can. And some stuff we just won't put out because we don't want to. Uh, mm mm-hmm. And that's uh, it's just like it seemed really genuine. I don't go here. I don't know their stuff i've probably seen clips of some that got big you know uh mm-hmm. but watching the i watched their like um statement about like we know there'll be rumors and we are doing stuff but laws suck <laughs> and that's kind of yeah. all we can say <laughs> they're like honest they're like we can't tell you everything legally because like also like ned had an affair with an employee who he was her boss mm-hmm. so it's like oh she can sue them like if they don't handle this right, she can sue them. So mm-hmm. um, it's it's going to be dicey for a mm-hmm. while on what they're going to do. But I think they're handling it well. I'm excited to see like what the future holds. Moving on. Adult Happy Meals are out. You, have you had one? Mm-mm, no, I have not. Hmm. Oh, oh, here's the thing about me and the Adult Happy Meals. My go-to at McDonald's is a double cheeseburger and a small fry. And these Adult Happy Meals come with a quarter pounder or a Big Mac. That's too much. That's a lot of, that's more burgers than I want. But um, I also just haven't been to McDonald's. But you don't eat McDonald's, so. (laughs) No. I had McDonald's uh, recently on a road trip because we, I like, we left our (gasps) Airbnb like before breakfast and we like needed to eat something on the road and the next stop was the head of McDonald's. So I had McDonald's for the first time probably in almost a decade and not, it's not like a, I used to live behind a McDonald's and I didn't eat it. Like by then Mm. I already wasn't eating it. It just became this thing of like, I don't really need to eat this. So then I just didn't, Mm -hmm. I would, I got like uh, Wendy's and other fast food, but it was just like, yeah, ah, I just kind of moved away. No, I get that. Like, cause you were so close to it. It's like, you want something different. Mm -hmm. What did you get though for your first McDonald's in a long time? I got two hash browns. 
Ooh, the sausage muffin without I don't eat egg so without egg and then I got like a sausage biscuit biscuit also without egg and I added cheese. Mm-hmm. They were they were surprisingly good. Yeah, it's like it's not my favorite um, breakfast. My mm-hmm. favorite breakfast is Taco Bell breakfast, and I will fight someone over Taco Bell breakfast. I love it so much. Mm-hmm. I crave it in the wee hours of the morning where I'm like, God, I want a breakfast crunch wrap so mm. bad. Um. Oh, uh. Breaking, breaking news, Uh, Uh, literally posted 20 minutes ago as of this recording, uh, McDonald's employees are anonymously begging people on Reddit and Twitter to stop ordering the adult Happy Meals as it is crushing their spirit. Uh, As you can think from most promotions, people are being a little bit overzealous, people are getting angry about like which toy they want, as if they're kids, Uh, they do, apparently they do specials. At certain parts of the day where it's like buy one, get one for a dollar, where they are like having to make like five or more Big Macs at a time, which is just like swamping their kitchen staff. Yeah, they should have just made it like a big kid's meal, like a mm-hmm. like a double cheeseburger, like a big, oh, big, and- big kid's meal. There's not enough space to put all of those quarter pounder meats in the thing. Yeah. People are also getting mad because they're selling out of the special boxes. Ah, uh, Yeah. Um, another instance of McDonald's underestimating how much people want shit. <laughs> like, yes. Uh, this, we saw this with the Rick and Morty, uh, meme uh, sauce. And we saw this way in the past in our childhoods with the teeny beanie babies. Yep. Apparently they did an adult Happy Meal thing with Pokemon last year that I just wasn't aware of that also no, this happened with. it wasn't, it was just normal Pokemon cards. Just normal Pokemon just normal cards? Happy Meal. Cause like that was like... That wasn't necessarily McDonald's' fault, because McDonald's mm. has released Pokemon card packs with their toys for years, for, mm-hmm. like, a, over a decade. Mm-hmm. And the issue was that, you know, they just had their yearly Pokemon, you know, promotion. They've done mm-hmm. the same for a very long time. Mm-hmm. But the issue was that it happened right in the middle of when everyone was really juiced about Pokemon cards. Oh, during like, when Target sell- had to literally take mm-hmm. Pokemon cards off the market. Yeah. So that was not McDonald's' fault in that one. I'm not going to defend that, but like that was not their fault because gotcha. they just were like, we do this all the time and they did not expect um, adults to go fucking feral, you know, <laughs> Yeah. This. Well, yeah, it, workers yeah. are akinning it to the Pokemon feralness of like how people have been mm-hmm. behaving in large I, I don't know anyone who would act like that, but it's it's always weird, right? Because, like, you forget that your friends are normal. Yeah, <laughs> then, it's like, and you're my like, friends, let's go, like, yeah. it sounds like a fun thing. Like, I, I was just like, maybe I'll go get one. Sounds fun. And then, like, apparently workers are like, I'm begging you to not. And I'm like, all right, I won't. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. Our friends were, like, going and, like, trying to figure out what McDonald's had Grimace. Because Grimace is definitely the coolest one. There's, yeah. um... Is it five toys are available? One sec. It looks like it. I mean, I, ju- I have a thing pulled up here. I'll scroll back up to the top. Could be four. There's four. Okay, so there's... Um, It's done with like this uh kind of like art collective. I don't know too much about them, but it's called Cactus Plant Flea Market. Never yep. heard about them before. Nope. Don't really care. But anyways, these are like kind of like more like Funko-esque collector's toys. So you have mm-hmm. one of like cactus plants, like what I'm guessing is their mascot, this little smiley dude yeah. with like a McDonald's hat. You have Birdie, the breakfast bird. You've got the Hamburglar mm-hmm. and you've got Grimace. And everyone's like going feral for Grimace. Everyone's like, I need that taste bud. Yeah. I need that taste, tasty boy. And uh, one of my friends... We made, I made a joke about how, like, we were going to have, like, Grimace get-togethers. Like, you know, how people <laughs> with those ball joint dolls yeah. get together and, like, have meetups. And then my friend is like, 
I'm going to knit Grimace a sweater. And I was like, <laughs> I fucking love this. This is great. This is this is the best outcome. Right. But our friends are normal. And they'd be like, yes. Do you have Grimace? No. Okay. I'll, I'll, right, yeah, bye. I'll, that's fine. Well, you know, I'll but, go to right? another one. <laughs> yeah. It's like, that's just, that's what you should do. But I guess, I guess adults just can't be trusted with anything fun. No. Because I'm hoping and, um, that, that maybe like next year, seeing how popular this is, McDonald's does an adult Happy Meal and brings back the dressable chicken nuggets from Halloween. <laughs> Do you remember the dressable nuggets? Yes! Bring back the nuggets! Let I, me dress oh them god. up! Oh my god, I haven't thought about those in so long. Bring them back! Um, put them in the little buckets! <laughs> Make me picture, put the nuggets in the Here, here's one of the claims from a reddit like mcdonald's worker uh <laughs> uh they they're like here's the order right that i had today that broke me and i that made me come post on reddit the order was eight big macs 20 chicken nugget orders 10 portions of fries and 10 drinks all with like they wanted the adult ha- all for the adult happy meal bundles the person then had a 50 percent off coupon <laughs> uh this was in one customer just a long line according to what they seen that felt like it was non-stop uh yeah, I think, one, one staff reported yeah. their manager called back an order for 43 fries good lord um the fry the fry hopper um doesn't fit that many <laughs> not that many do you know the fries come out of a big container in the back yeah it's like that's the, so that yeah. seems like it's the thing is like Adults are clambering to it and getting, like, people are coming at lunch and getting orders like this, like, akin to when you go to, like, Subway and pick up lunch for the office or whatever. Yeah. And it's, uh, um, there should be, the easy way to fix this, there's a limit. I think they forget that adults have adult money. Usually. Yeah. I don't. But <laughs> some yeah, people right, do. <laughs> right. Right. Like, you can't, like, I want 43 orders of fries. No. <laughs> Sorry, we have a limit on how many fries you can get at once. <laughs> Like, if you want that many, you have to come into the building and wait for them. Yeah, all. like you can't like, you can't come into the drive thru and be like, "Yeah, I know there's forty more cars behind me or whatever." Like, and they also are gonna order like eighteen Big Macs because it's a dollar right now because it's McDonald's and it's lunch or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't like that's insane, right? That is an absolutely that's a uh, no. Like it, you need to empower if you are if you manage or franchise or own McDonald's, I implore you to hold a staff meeting as long as corporate's sending you adult Happy Meals and saying you have to sell them to teach your employees. You can be like, no, we're not going to give you 40 orders of fries, actually. We can't fit that many. By the time your fries are done, the first order is going to be cold and you'll be mad. You physically cannot cook that many fries at once. That's ridiculous. That's impossible. Grow up. (laughs) (laughs) Literally act like an adult, please. Yeah. All my friends back home playing Call of Duty want fries. They can fucking come get their own fries then. And you can all get sit in the lobby and fries. wait. Yeah. It's like, you're trying to play Overwatch too. Well, don't. But also, don't. Um, <laughs> you're going to have to wait. Look, hey, hey, everyone, clap for this amazing segue to our last bit Thank of you. So we can move this episode along. <laughs> Thank you. It wasn't that good. Um, Overwatch 2 is out. Uh, everyone has to wait 500 hours to get in because <laughs> it's fucking broken. <laughs> but also... They shut down Overwatch 1. Which is wild. This is wild. I heard about this because I just kind of figured, like, in the back of my head, I'd kind of just, like, not been paying attention to Overwatch 2 news because, like, with all the stuff coming out about Blizzard, all of, like, the bad character redesigns, like, everything, I was just like, I just don't, 
I'm d- I have to just be done. And yeah. I was like, I can play Overwatch 1 whenever I feel like it. Like, they're going to keep it running for a while, probably, like, every the most games do, you know. Like, the mm-hmm. original version of WoW is still there to be played and you enjoyed. Can still, you can still play Destiny 1. Yeah, that's what I, that's, yeah, another comparison. Destiny 1 is still playable, even though Destiny 2 is out. Which yeah. I'd say that's like the the main benchmark of like having a sequel to like an FPS game and keeping the first one running. Yeah, I mean, Over Overwatch was literally made to be a Destiny competitor. <laughs> exactly, and like, um, I get a text message from friend of the show Paloma that's just like, "Hey, is Overwatch shutting down?" And I was like, mm-hmm. "Oh no, they're gonna keep it running." And I was like, "Well, before I say that, I better double check to make sure." So I look it up, and then it's like Overwatch is shutting down tomorrow at noon, and I was like. Forever? Excuse me? What? Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, it's it's gone. I played. I got like tried to get like as many people because I, I used to play Overwatch a lot. So I got as many mm-hmm. people who used to play together together mm-hmm. for one last time. We played it, and I was like, "Fuck, this is fun." Damn it, shit! <laughs> what the mm-hmm. fuck? This is the last time. And I stayed up until two in the morning, drinking and crying <laughs> and playing Overwatch. And then the next day I woke up and I worked for a little while and I was like, you know, it shuts down at noon. Let's get like an hour of playtime. And so like 11, I get get back on and I'm playing. And at 1140, it shuts down. Damn. And that's just it. What's really telling, what's really wild is that's how you know that they know they have no fan base coming into Overwatch 2. So. Yeah, it um, feels. Yeah. So, being I'm a Destiny player, I played Halo for a long time, uh, the only reason you do that is to push people into your new game if you're worried about it. Mm-hmm. Bungie has not shut down Destiny 1 servers, and they've said multiple times they don't really have a plan to, because it's not really hard to maintain. They're not going to make new content, but you can go yeah. on there, you can get bounties, you can do weeklies, you can do the raids, you can replay the story. If you, it's all just there. You can You can buy it and play it if you want. Uh, yep. they were like, we have no reason to close it right now, so we tend to open it. They left Halo, back when Bungie had Halo, you could play Halo 1 PvP for, like, up until Halo 3 was out, and the only reason they had to shut it down was because they couldn't, like, this technology was older, and they needed mm-hmm. to make room for new servers because they were releasing Halo 3. They're like, exactly. we don't have the money to maintain it. They told people, they, but they, they promised they would not turn off the lights until everyone was out. Yeah. So it became a fan thing of like people fucking like telephoned, <laughs> like anytime their match was going to end, it kicked them out like back to orbit, you know, like out of the server to like log back mm-hmm. in where someone else would start a match. And I forget, I need to look it up. I used to know there was someone who had like the longest running private match of Halo. They just left their Xbox on. They sat in a private lobby they made and they just stayed so they couldn't shut it down. That's amazing. Um, to the point where Bungie, like, they contacted them, like, you know, we want to, they invited them out to the company and they had one last Halo, they had one last Halo match. So, like, we have to get, they're like, we can't keep it open anymore. (laughs) Yeah. This is like an actual logistical thing. We, like, wanted to keep it a lot, like, open as long as we could, but right, we do have, we need these. We are a smaller company. We need these. Yeah. So Um, they had them out. They did one last big match with, like, uh, it was like, employees or something and then they had to close they get to close it uh yeah that is when you know like you have a good fan base blizzard knows if we don't literally force people to play overwatch 2 if they want to play overwatch they will not play overwatch 2 exactly and it's like um 
a lot of times when games do shut down, they do stuff like, you know, Halo's like, we'll keep it open as long as we can. I mean, Destiny mm. 1 is still open. Um, Club Penguin. Club, Club Penguin <laughs> literally still exists. No, it doesn't. It's dead. It's um, dead. It is dead. Club Penguin is dead. When the first original, if, if anyone says that Club Penguin is still alive, that's a private server that's like owned by private people, don't do it because um, they're just random, random people who have rebuilt Club Penguin mm. and don't trust them with your, their, your data. But anyway, uh, Club Penguin, when the original version of Club Penguin shut down so Disney could do Club Penguin Island, which was supposed to be like the follow-up, they right. did like... Everyone has access to all of the free stuff. We're having this big party. We're doing all these giveaways. Everything mm-hmm. is open and accessible to everyone. Everyone's having, we'll have a big party. We'll mm-hmm. flip the fucking iceberg, you know, um, and we'll have like a dance party on the iceberg, like that kind of stuff. They made it feel like it was like this big goodbye. But with mm-hmm. Overwatch, there wasn't anything. They didn't open like any free play. So like if you didn't own the game, you couldn't play. They didn't, you know... So it's like you could still purchase Overwatch, which was a game you had to purchase. You could mm-hmm. still purchase Overwatch up until it shut down. Like, you can still probably walk into a GameStop right now and purchase a copy of Overwatch that mm-hmm. will not work. Yeah, it won't do anything. It won't do anything. It leads, it'll just lead you to Overwatch 2, which is a um, free-to-play game. Yeah. Um, I'll get to that in a second. But, like, it, it was anticlimactic. It felt like nothing. It felt like this whole chunk of my life was ending and it meant nothing you know like it felt bad and like i told my mom because i live with my mom and i was just like i was like it doesn't make me want to play the second one it makes me never want to play a video game ever again which is not what you want (laughs) right like you you have all of this time sink and all of these memories attached to it like even Mm -hmm. knowing right like you're you logically brenda are like blizzard's terrible and i should never interact with them again but they could have played the heartstrings, right? They could have. You could have. Mm-hmm. They could have tricked you. It could have been like, I just won't tell people I'm playing over. Right? Exactly. Like, they like, could've. They would have. They could have. They would have got like playing it again. I was like, this is fun. I do enjoy this. I think the characters, like a lot of them, are really interesting. Um, when Overwatch started out, it was intended to be an FPS for like a more casual crowd. Mm-hmm. So like it was built on having like more diverse characters and like more like interesting character design and having characters that had backstories and stories and releasing like you know cinematics and books and all this stuff to tie in Mm -hmm. with it and having like plot related events you could play through that like kept people engaged but once the esports aspect of overwatch (laughs) became lucrative that just all got dropped and that's when i stopped playing because like i did enjoy the gameplay but it is the same thing again and again and again and again um you know, so, like, what kept me was, like, oh, there's this new character. They tie into, like, this part of the story. And that's interesting for me as someone who plays Pokemon for the plot, you know? Right. <laughs> like, it's just a major bummer. And I'm not going to play Overwatch 2. Um, they redesigned all of the characters. But worse. This it's is so bad. bad. I was, like, comparing them all. And, like... You know, there's ones that are just like, haha, like they, um, they washed Junkrat. Like he was like always like kind of covered in soot because he was like, he has bombs and he was like always mm-hmm. on fire. And like now he's just like, his hair is like combed back and he's like, hello, lads. Like yeah. <laughs> I'm a respectable gentleman. And things like, um, Soldier 76, um, they made his ass smaller, which I didn't think was possible. Wow. But like, it's like a neg, it's like a flat surface. <laughs> they gave him the old Hank Hill ass. Yeah, he's got the Hank Hill ass. And um, they took, like, a lot of the iconic design. Like, Reinhardt had his very iconic armor and his helmet. He doesn't have his helmet on anymore. 
Soldier 76 doesn't have his visor anymore. And it's like, um, Zarya has a ponytail and like lipstick now. Oh, is that the butch top? Yeah, the big butch lady. Like, she has like a ponytail and lipstick. That was weird. Yeah, it's, come on. Like, the whole thing with like Zarya's character was like, here's a buff lady in video games. Like, you don't get to see that a lot. Cowards. They became uh, cowards. Uh, they became cowards, and like now, like Sombra's like a white lady, and it's like white what? Her, her skin definitely got lighter. I was like looking at her and comparing, and I was just like, "Yeah, that's a white lady now." Like, <laughs> damn. I saw something too. Like, you need a you need like a cell phone. Yes. So you need to have a phone number that's attached to a phone plan to play Overwatch Two. Which is weird. Uh, that's like a yeah. weird. And they're like, we need to make sure you have money for microtransactions decision. <laughs> exactly. And they say that so, like, you can't, like, be, like, abusive or troll people. No other video game requires this and None. still manages to create a healthy environment. Like, you know, Destiny 2 does not require yep. this. They Halo, don't. And I've, Fortnite. I've, I've seldom interacted with trolls in Destiny 2 that are, like, extremely, t- it's very hard to be extremely toxic in Destiny 2 because I play it on console, so it's not, like, a chat. Uh, oh yeah, console. The trick to not having trolls bug you in a video game console. is to play on console. They can't <laughs> like, listen. They can try they and type. Yeah. I, I'm gonna. I'm gone. I'm already gone. You're typing yeah. on a controller. I've already left. It takes 500 years. Like up until very recently, you couldn't like chat on Overwatch at all. You could like talk chat, but you didn't have to talk, turn talk chat on. So you could nope. just like not engage with anyone ever. <laughs> you didn't want to. Yeah. There's and there's there's like possible ways to do it. So in Destiny two, uh, just because it's so comparable, because that's who made this genre, right? Uh, mm-hmm. This game of service FPS, but they are introducing their next big expansion. This like it's uh, kind of like what they have in uh, Multiversity, just like toast system, mm-hmm. where when you get done doing an activity at someone, you have to say one nice thing they did. Yes, um, Overwatch had just introduced that towards the end. I discovered that where you have to be like this person was a good teammate and if you don't do that you get penalized <laughs> yeah like it, they've introduced a positive reinforcement of like mm-hmm. you have to say something nice that everyone did you cannot leave here and just be like oh you fucking idiot you can but it hurts you <laughs> yeah it's like you don't get as many points just suck it up and say something nice about someone <laughs> and that really helps generate a better community of like you get reinforced of, like, you know, you have to look for good things people are doing to say at the end. Mm-hmm, exactly. And that's easier than, like, oh, you need a cell phone. Pl-. Like, that's bullshit. That's just, like, classes yeah. bullshit. Yeah, because, like, if you don't have, like, a cell phone contract that, like, you know, people who have, like, um, just, like, Crickets, prepaid phones. Yep. Like, cricket phone is, like, mm-hmm. huge. Like, a lot, especially in rural areas, it's, like, there's, they're, like, there's no other cell tower here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it. Um, if you have like, you know, if you're like an immigrant and you can't get a phone, like a phone mm-hmm. contract, you have like one of these prepaid phones in like mm-hmm. poor areas. Everyone has a prepaid phone, but mm-hmm. you're, I, I saw like a quote from someone that was like, I am now too poor to play a video game, yeah. a, a video game that is free to play. Uh, and Which that is, is why, it's a free to play game. Like what, 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 are, what are we doing here? Play it. Like, I mean, I guess if you want to get, like, if they want to do, like, competitive, it's still even, though. It's, like, just let people it's play your game. Ridiculous. And if someone's, there like, this, yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Like, just, just, like, have an email. I don't know. 
a reporting system where if like someone says a slur to you, you can report them. That's that's it. That's all you gotta do. It's so like, simple. It's, it's really, really simple. It's really that easy. Uh, we we gotta move on. Uh, we gotta the last move bit on. of news: uh, Dungeons and Dragons uh, has a new um, senior vice president. His name is Dan Rawson. Uh, he was the COO of Microsoft Dynamics 365. Wow. I had like a whole thing, but it's clearly D and D is moving very heavily into the digital market. They even said that they just bought D and D Beyond back in May. They are really about to push hard some sort of official Dungeons and Dragons from Wizards of the Coast, like virtual tabletop. They said back at D and D Day this year of 2022, they expect something in like er, in like mid to late 2024. I have more announcements to come in the next year about like what it's going to look like. Wow. So they're about to do some sort of really big push to become digital, which is really going to cement Dungeons and Dragons as like the tabletop that people, it's already one people mm-hmm. know, but it's going to like, yeah. so it, like I am imploring every single independent game maker, every single other game company that makes tabletops. I'm talking to you, Monty Cook. I'm talking to you, Evil Hat. <laughs> I'm talking to you. Indie creator making a Power by the Apocalypse game. Think of a way to digitize stuff, even if it's just making your fucking PDFs form fillable. It's so easy. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, because they will just run away with this market forever. The like have like D Beyond for me is like a lifesaver. Uh, it makes it so easy mm-hmm. to play the game. Think of ways to digitize your game. You have to be thinking about it. That's just the era we're in. Uh, I know it's not easy yeah. if you're. A one-person team just making a little indie game that you think's just small and cute, but you gotta, listen, take an Adobe class, learn how to form fillable your PDF. Making an interactive PDF is actually pretty easy. It's <laughs> like, very, very easy. I did it literally last night. It's yeah, so easy I can do it. Please do it. They will just take over. I love, listen, I love D&D. There should be other games that people can say and you know what it is. Exactly. And we will definitely keep reporting on that in the future. Yeah. I'm uh, still, but for now. <laughs> I am yeah. still translating the Hasbro like investor document that Jargon. was in where I found that mm-hmm. out. So I, when I get done translating it, I will give my full Hasbro update. Yeah. We can keep talking about it next week. Um, but we did watch a movie. We watched a movie. <laughs> it's a movie day. You it's might think it's been 40 minutes. What's <laughs> are you here to talk about and this week we are here to talk about the latest in the predator series prey you guys voted on it you obviously didn't want us to suffer through pinocchio so i i thank you <laughs> i thank you um we're gonna Except do a basil. New... hey basil yeah you cut basil. that shit out <laughs> basil you were trying so hard to get us to watch pinocchio do you want me to watch this puppet boy touch shit <laughs> Like, I'm so I'm so perplexed by the existence of that film. But that's not the movie we watched. No, we watched, we watched Prey. Prey. Um, we're going to do a new segment at the beginning of these movie review episodes to tell you at the beginning, before we give any spoilers, if you should watch it or not. And mm-hmm. I say definitely this is one that you should watch. Absolutely watch it. Yeah. Um, absolutely. This movie was great. I like... Yesterday, I intended just to watch a little bit of it in the morning while I was, like, finishing up, Mm -hmm. like, making some orders to send out for Etsy. And then I just, like, sat there and I was was enamored the whole time. Like, it's like, oh, this – okay, I knew this was going to be good. Mm -hmm. This is – this is – this is good. (laughs) 
Um, so yes, definitely watch it if you don't want spoilers. Uh, we are going to have spoilers um, in three, two, one. And then we'll like hire Esperanza to like eventually do uh, like a little um, little jingle here. Like it'll be like beep, beep, boop, beep. Oh, yeah. Bop, beep, this beep, is beep. another good time where we say a thing and all of our friends remind us that we said it in a week. Exactly. Um, <laughs> so, yes, they say the line. I <laughs> tried to send Austin a screenshot of when in the movie they say <laughs> the line, if it bleeds, we can kill it. And um, it just is a picture of it's a black a blank screen. <laughs> it feels like some sort of liminal space opening to a movie. And it just says if, <laughs> if we, we bleed, we can kill it. That's what we all thought. But the- <laughs> like that's what it felt like because it was, just- and I knew what it was because I'd seen the movie. But I'm like, this is such a a weird thing to get out. It- no, you could just send that to people, right? Yeah, it's it's so. Uh yeah, please let us screenshot your shit for memes. Uh I so please. one of my favorite little treats in this movie is finding is like finding out that like is them kind of like pointing back at us and saying them like when they're talking in English, they are talking in um their in their native language, but mm-hmm. just like, you know, the ease of like you put it in the language that whatever audio track you picked is like, imagine they're talking their native language. We're not going to do that the whole movie. Yeah. There's like instances where they'll use like single words, but there is mm-hmm. a full track. Of there the is. Yeah, that's language. true. It's the first um, time that's been a movie in the full language. That's, that's awesome. And we would like, I'd like to say like right at the beginning here that neither of us um, are Comanche. <laughs> oh yeah. So uh, yeah, I, I'm just a black gay. So. I'm just um, a whatever, <laughs> like a um, vague American whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So we cannot give that perspective. I like, uh, what's the word? I forgot the word for like, when you like, uh, not hearsay, but it's like that. Uh, I've like seen people that say that that's claim they are Kamachi. So they like the movie. I, I'm not going to like fact check anybody's shit. Uh, I just believe people as yeah. I mentioned earlier about good faith, believing people. Um, so take that for what it's worth. If that's really important to you, I would recommend you seek out a review from someone who is Kamachi or is, uh, indigenous to that region and see what they feel about the movie. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And I do know they did have like consultants on, and then like everyone in the cast, is um indigenous and mm. um i heard there's a little bit of flim flam like the choreographer might not have been but maybe mm. he lied mm-hmm. i'm not gonna get into that yeah and <laughs> i think it was still a good movie it was a good um, it's a good movie i think it is really incredible um it's really cool because so as a as a as we talk about i'm a big predator fan uh mm-hmm. setting up the reason for why earth becomes a hunting ground for them for their uh like ritual for their like coming of age ritual as it were mm-hmm. uh to prove they're a hunter is i think pretty brilliant for like why do they even like for someone to go like why do they even come to earth at some point someone must have bested them right like who decided earth was like dangerous enough yeah um, who impressed them so much they were like this creature should not have been able to defeat us and it did mm-hmm. so this is kind of where we go to because like the ingenuity and the um the planning and the plotting this this species is the the one that we have to fight to prove ourselves. I got to I got to ask right now. 
Because mm-hmm. I didn't during the prep episode. Who won a fight? Kevin McAllister or a predator? <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, so the mm-hmm. predator would never attack Kevin directly because the predator won't attack any like anyone that doesn't have a, isn't armed. Kevin's yeah. aside from when he has the BB gun. If he doesn't have the BB gun, he's never armed. He just builds a series of traps. Um, so is in it, theory, does the predator learn? Okay, here's the question: Do yeah. they didn't? Is there is there a second movie? Is there Kevin versus Predator two where they know his traps <laughs> do count as weapons? As weapons, like okay, so let's imagine like Home Alone one. Instead mm-hmm. of the um the bad guys that come into the house, it is instead the Predator and Kevin at eight years old alone in his home manages to defeat the fucking Predator. <laughs> Using traps in his house, and then the predator, like the the whole species, learns like, oh, like a trap is a weapon. So Kevin grows up, and the predator, like another predator, comes back for like revenge against him, and he has to like actually like fucking fight it. <laughs> I think he takes the first round, but I think when they like try to engage him in physical combat, he's like, oh, and he, the movie's pretty short. Yeah. He just, like, fucking beefs it. (laughs) And then it's about his family getting revenge, actually. Mm -hmm. It's like the first ten minutes, Kevin just dies, and you're like, wait, what's this movie about? It's like, this is, um, this is pretty dark. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, Prey's really good. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed that, because you find, you find out there are colonizers. There's French, Mm -hmm. I guess, they're not colonizers yet. They're technically just French hunters and trappers. Um, yeah. There's a scene in the movie where the main character, Naru, um, comes across, like, a whole bunch of buffalo who have just been skinned and left there, like, like just, their like, meat has been left. And, yeah, and you're, I'm like, watching, confused. Yeah, like the, the predator wouldn't do that. No. Because, like, like, a buffalo's not a threat. Yeah, I was like, it's not the, it's weird because, like, it's not the predator. It's clear, it wouldn't be her people. Uh, what, you're like, what, you're, you're, it's, the, it's really cool because... In the in Predator movies, it's always meant to be the element of, like, where's the Predator? But in this one, it's mm-hmm. pretty... Like, they showed a Predator, like, hunting. They show it, like, set they set up, like, where it tracks stuff. Like, you, you, learn the, you learn the marking for, like, Predator, something to... Like, something it can hunt. And then, like, things that are, like, prey creatures, which don't... Like, that's nothing to them. Um, mm-hmm. They're like, go live your life, small rabbit. You're free. Yeah, uh, it's like... <laughs> this movie had, like, some instances of, like, where you are, like... Because you know what the Predator's code is. You're, like, counting on it to, like, help out. Mm-hmm. Like, and right. um, l- Like I've said, the only uh, Predator movie I have seen is Alien vs. Predator. But they kind of <laughs> do the same thing in that one where they, like, sure. kind of use the Predator's code in order to, like, help them. Like, because yeah. you can predict what the what they're going to do. And um, They have a very can, strict, like, set yeah. of rules they follow. And it it's very... Fair. You could, like... If a predator rolls exactly. up and you remember, just show that it, you don't have a weapon and like lay down like a small mm-hmm. baby and it'll be like, all right, well, you're useless. And then they'll just, just keep going. They will just leave you alone. Like, so, and that's always, that's very interesting that you can kind of like manipulate it in order to mm-hmm. like manage to survive. Um, and seeing like the main character kind of realize that and have mm-hmm. like, because in the climax of the movie, and like I said, definitely go see this. We are going to talk about spoilers, but in the climax of the movie, um, the main character Naru finds the one of the trappers that tortured her brother, and mm-hmm. she sets him up to grab the gun 
Mm-hmm. And she looks at him and she says, like, he can't, he's French, he can't understand her. But she says, like, um, you don't know that I am, um, I'm killing you or something like that. Yeah. She and says, he takes the- it's so, I get tingles. I mean, tingles now. He, she, it's so good. Because it's, she's talking to the trapper, but she's also talking to the predator who also can't mm-hmm. see that she's like, you can't see, like, the real, so I have a question for you before I say my answer. Yeah. He, who is the prey? Because it's called prey. It's not called predator. Who is the prey? That's, that's a good question because, like, are they both the prey? Because, like, Nara's going on, like, this, like, quest to prove herself. She wants to prove that she can be a hunter and a tracker. Mm-hmm. And then, but the, essentially, the predator is also going on the same quest. Mm hmm. At the same They're both time. trying to prove themselves to their people. Um, mm-hmm. We don't get, like, a bunch of exposition of, like, the predator being sad or something, right? Um, <laughs> yeah. But you get the vibe, uh, and I meant to look up who did the, who was, like, in the suit for this movie. I, I follow him on Twitter, um, but I forget his name right now. But, like, through his suit work, you get the vibe of, like, this predator is, like, like, there's, like, something, like, you get the vibe of, like, they're, like, they're, like, here to prove something. Yeah. Uh, they are not decked out like other predators we've met with like a bunch of trophies. You see them like, you see them start adding trophies to their necklace of like skulls mm-hmm. of creatures they kill. And it's pretty empty. And it's, they start with like a snake and then they kill like a wolf. Like they're killing like pretty, they make their way up to like a bear. Like they start out pretty small scale. Exactly. Um, they, you, you see them get dropped off even because Naru in towards the beginning of film sees their ship and she says it's the thunderbird like it's a sign that she's ready yeah um which is also very cool uh i don't know like cross not contamination but like merging like her story and their story and like it's a sign and then it is it is a sign right because it turns up being like how she proves herself is killing this thing Mm-hmm. it's like both of their like cultures kind of like having like this, a similar track intersecting with each other mm-hmm. and having like this ultimate showdown it's all it's very interesting and it's very well done i so i think the prey is the predator because going off the naming yeah. scheme the name of the movie is always for the monster mm-hmm. uh, oh that's a good point yeah and i think it's the prey because she each step of the movie she is like figuring out how to hunt it because she is like her brother says it uh at some there's like a, a mountain lion that mm-hmm. uh takes one of their takes like one of the other people from uh their community they had to track it down and then like kill it because like it's dangerous mm-hmm. um and she comes along because she's like i'm a tracker and a healer like you need me and they're like fine like all the all the dudes are like fine whatever girl yeah. uh they're very like that except her brother her brother tries his best to be to like ride the line of like it's my sister but i'm a guy but it's you know he tries yeah, he, like, uh, values what she can bring to this hunt. Yeah, he's, like, she is the best tracker we have, like, period. Like, she's really good at mm-hmm. tracking stuff. She's not proved herself as, like, a hunter. Like, she can find the thing. She has a hard time getting it. Yeah. Um, I forget where I started with this. <laughs> 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 but there's this point where she's, like, tracking something. And I think this just establishes, like, each time she engages with the predator... She is like learning more about it. Um, mm-hmm. she's the first one to figure out that there's something else in the woods because everyone else is like, it's a lion. She's like, lions don't walk like that, asshole. Yeah, she's saying like it's footprints, 
um, in like in the ground. And I was wondering, are they like trying? I don't know if like the legend of like Sasquatch is like oh Comanche, <laughs> but I'm like, is that what they're trying to do? Because he's got like these big footprints, and she makes like a point of like measuring like how big his feet are at mm-hmm. one point with like a stick to mm-hmm. be like, well, that's not a bear. And I'm like, are they trying to set up like this is where the legend of like Sasquatch comes from? And I don't know if that those those that overlaps. Yeah, with I have that no culture. idea. I can't say that, but I was like, to me, that's what it felt like. They do <laughs> like, a lot of, like, really... It's also cool because, like, in other Predator movies where it's, like, modern society, people spend so much time trying to figure out, like, how could it do that? And she moves right to, like, it can do stuff I can't fucking understand and it can kill people, so I should probably kill it. Like, she's just like, I don't really need to know how or why it does stuff, I just know it does stuff. Yeah, she's like, I know it does stuff, I know it's a threat, and I have to get rid of it so we can be safe yeah um, she she jumps right to uh where you should to and if you're if you're ever in the situation to well i guess it's me or it and that's immediately where you should go you should not spend time in the middle yeah she doesn't like spend like all the time like there can't be anything like aliens like yeah there can't be anything that's invisible and has like blood made of lube and <laughs> <laughs> and glow stick liquid <laughs> um but yeah, so it's so cool because like she, there's a part with the line where she's like, "It's not the lion," um, mm-hmm. and then it tra like she goes off to like try and find it, right? Because they like, they get to the lion, she biffs the lion. Um, she does, she's not able to kill it. Her brother has to carry her home. Mm-hmm. Um, her brother becomes like, I forget they call him. Does he become the war chief? Is that what they said? I, that scene, I like watched it a couple times. And I'm not quite sure. They called him happens. something. Yeah. He gets, he gets some sort of, like, they have a celebration. They have, like, a he gets a title. Um, he They they have, like, a party uh, for him killing this they, lion. Yeah, they mentioned at the beginning that, like, something, like, the chief is, like, injured. Like, he's having yeah. a hard time with his knee. So I don't know if that was, like, him becoming the chief or if it was just, like, him, like, becoming, like, a higher warrior. Yeah. he got what? He got ranking of some kind. And they said, and I can't remember it. Um... And he tries to include her. He's like, you know, we did it. Like, you you know, you found it and it was your plan. Uh, and she's like, no. Uh, I didn't I'm... do it. I fell out of the fucking tree. No. And he's like, <laughs> she's like, so I'm going to go find this other thing that wasn't the lion that no one listens to me about. And he's like, you know what? He's he like clearly is exasperated. I, I go back and forth on how I feel about the brother. I know. He, I'm still... he is a really cool character. Yeah. And he, like, tries, but he gets, he's like, you know what, you're fucking right. You didn't do shit. I carried you home. Like, you can't do it. Give up. Yeah. It's like, I, I see that he's trying, and he, like, mm-hmm. does believe that she has skill. She does, he does believe in her. But mm-hmm. it's just, like, he's still, like, caught up in, like, that machismo. Like. Yeah. He's, he, like, can't let it go. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, the, the surprise of the, the French hunters, that's where we started. It was, like... Really, because it's not in the promo material. No yeah. one told, like, it was like, that's like the twist, right? Mm-hmm. And I think it's cool they found a way to do a twist in this movie when it's hard, like, after the first Predator, it's hard to do a twist in the Predator movie because you know, like, you know what the movie is. Yeah, you know, like, how he functions and, like, how he works. He can do this, 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 and um, has, like, this code of conduct. Like, you, that's not the mystery anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, mystery is, like, oh, there are French guys here. <laughs> And Which they allude they, to in the very beginning, because uh, yeah. her daughter... Do- so, 
I want to love everyone else. She has a dog. The dog doesn't die. I know that's very important. I to immediately looked that up. I have a screenshot I almost sent you that was just like <laughs> I looked it up. Let me find this picture of the screenshot. It's a screenshot from um, one of my favorite websites, DoesTheDogDie.com. I went to I just Googled DoesTheDogDie.com and like <laughs> in Google, like the the second thing under. Like, so they'll have, like, a list of, like, different, like, pages mm-hmm. on a website. The first one was, like, pray. <laughs> Find out if the dog <laughs> dies in pray. <laughs> and I was like, ah, yes, that's why I'm here. Thank you. <laughs> the dog yeah, The lives. dog does not die in pray. The dog has one chance encounter with a bear trap. Mm-hmm. Um, At the very it's beginning. Not, it's not gruesome. It's, like, on its tail. I don't even think they show blood. No, they don't. Uh, so if chill. you have a thing with, like... Animals or pets getting hurt, um, the dog is fine. There is a bear that you see fight the predator. Um, so if you have a thing of animals, no light, it yeah. does fight a bear and a wolf, and the bear fight's pretty long. Yeah, and the wolf is, like, pretty gruesome, because the predator does a thing where he, like, rips your spine out. Yes. And that's And the they scene. show that for the wolf. They show that for the wolf. And um, so if that bothers you, just kind of, like, when you see the wolf, just skip forward a little bit until yeah. you see the rabbit, and then you're yep. good. <laughs> um. And then you do see, like, a snake that has been skinned and a yes. bunch of buffalo that have been And a bunch skinned. of buffalo. Uh, those are the animal warnings. Yeah, Does the Dog Die is great if you have um, specific content warnings or trigger warnings in each of movies. Because yeah. it'll, it has, it used to just be about dogs, but now it's, like, yeah. a right Everything. away of stuff. Yeah. Um, there's, there's also anything. a website, if you have a hard time with jump scares, I think it's called, like, jumpscare.com, uh, that tells you when and where jump scares happen and how many are in a movie. Yeah. So... I know I have a hard time with jump scares, which is absolutely wild because, like, when I get really depressed, I watch people play Five Nights at Freddy's. <laughs> <laughs> I don't so know if anyone knows this. Of you. Of, what, it's very chaotic of me. It happens. It, it happened really bad in February. Like, the new game had come out, and that's all I did. I just made rugs in my basement and watched people play wow. Five Nights at Freddy's. Um, <laughs> but yeah, in towards the beginning, the dog gets caught in the bear trap, and immediately I'm like, uh, whose trap is that? <laughs> yeah, I was like, why is this trap out here? Like, it's not theirs. And I'm like, uh-oh, white people uh, are here. Yeah, I didn't, I was like, is that the predator? I was like, does the predator not have tech in this one? Is that the twist? That's, yeah, that was my first, because the predator doesn't have, like, the iconic helmet. It has, like, a skull. So I'm yeah. like, okay, so, like, this is earlier in there existence as well they have space travel yeah (laughs) but no futuristic helmets and they have like every other predator gadget like the like the shooty pew pew Mm -hmm. and the um the thing that dissolves the skin off the skull yeah yeah Yeah, they call this one the primal predator and they wanted to design it to look more like um the lion that she fights in the beginning yeah, it doesn't quite make sense because it has all of the other gadgets. Yeah, but it looks cool with the it looks helmet. cool. It's good. Des- it's good design. Uh, yeah, I'm glad they went with good design versus just like making sense. And it's always interesting because like you only get such a glimpse into like predator life and culture, right? Yeah, because um, it's not about it's not about them. They're just like the monster to fight. So it's so interesting to be like. What do they have going on? Um, I don't think a movie focused on them with Carrie. I think that would be very rough to do. <laughs> I think it but I'm would. Always, I'm always curious. Yeah. Uh, I guess that's what the comics and the books are for. Probably They probably focus more on them. But like a movie, I think like 
for a book, it's fine. But like mm-hmm. for a movie, I think definitely just focusing on like what we've been focusing on. Like Predator goes to Earth, fights a person who like fights mm-hmm. them in a new and unique way. And then we move on. And the fight that she has with the Predator at the end is like incredible. So mm-hmm. she gets captured. Uh, the When she's captured by the French trappers... It's really gross, just so you're aware. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, it's terrible. <laughs> it's awful. It's, they, I, I couldn't be an actor. I mean, I would never be in some sort of colonizer role because I'm black, but, uh, white people who play like gross, 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 like original colonizers, like, I don't, how many baths do you have to take? Cause they had to say oh, some gross yeah. stuff. Yeah. It's like, I would just be like, <clears throat> like uh, no. They, it's all in French and they don't translate it, which is also, I think, pretty cool to like, it's from her perspective. So she's like, I don't know what the fuck they're saying. Yeah, like they're um, yelling and it's like, she doesn't know what they're saying. They're clearly alluding to like, yeah. assaulting her. Uh, yeah. They, then they like torture her brother. They have like her brother there and they're torturing him in front of her. Um, there's a guy who I think they try to allude to being like Komachi, maybe? Oh, the guy who can speak all of the languages? Yeah, he's just, yeah. like, some sort of linguist. Uh, he's just like, I can speak... I don't know if he's actually speaking English in that instance. I'd, mm-hmm. I'd say not, but... Yeah, he was a little hard to pin down, like... But he's like, going. I know a bunch of languages. Uh, yeah. It is funny. Funny? I don't know. Later on, like, they, the camp gets attacked by the Predator, because they have, like, guns and shit, and he's like, ah, yes. <laughs> um, And they think they can, like, trap it, which is cute. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they like they have cute little nets and, and they, cute little they have they have Naruto and her brother is like bait, which is cute because like it's not they're tied up, bound, no weapons, like they're useless. Like yeah, like the predator's not gonna come out and attack them. They're safe. You've made them safe. Like, yeah, you've made them the safest people on this battlefield. So it's so like I got a hoot and a holler from them, like ha 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 ha, and I'm like, yeah. oh you fucking idiots, you made you yourself the bait. Yeah, you're the bait. You don't realize you're the bait right now. Uh, Oh, you fools. The idiots. And they try the predator. You just get to see predator just fucking carving through a bunch of gross French trappers. Just just utterly annihilating them, like, with ease. It seems bored. Yeah, it's like, this is too easy. They're just laying here. They're just trying to, like, shoot me with, like, little metal bullets that don't... (laughs) Rocks? Yeah, it's like, just trying to shoot rocks at me, like... Throw nets made from like. Yeah, they like strain? throw a net. They're like, ha ha ha. And I'm like, ha, oh we've my got him. God. You <laughs> fools. You absolute buffoons. Like, you're not getting shit. <laughs> like, uh, and so it's just a real hoot and a holler. But the guy from earlier, uh, he gets, he like makes it back to the camp, but he, um, he's like wounded or something. Uh, mm-hmm. and so Nara's like, oh, I can heal you. Like, I'll save you. Um, cause she, there's early on, they just, they established there's these, I forget what flower it is. It's like a flower. Yeah, it's uh, orange something. That you can make like a, a paste with. And if you consume it, it slows your blood. It essentially like slows your, uh, uh, blood flow. So you don't bleed out. Yeah. Uh, so they can do other stuff. Cause you feel like you're freezing cold, which is a sign of your blood pressure dropping and your blood flow slowing down. So you don't just bleed out. Uh, and so the predator can't see you. The predator can't see. She's like, oh, huh. Uh, and so these, every time she's learning something, but she helps this guy. She's like, teach me how to use your guns. And he, he explains it. Like you put the powder in and the, the ball and blah. And then you pull the trigger. She's like, that's it. Yeah. 
<laughs> she's like so unimpressed by yeah, the technology. Just like, what? And then she never uses it. She uses it to give to like one of the Frenchmen to make him the target later on in the movie. She never mm-hmm. uses the gun. Nope. Because to her, it's like, that's useless. Like Useless. Utterly useless. Well, she tries it and it doesn't even work. It doesn't work. So she's... As we yeah. know, guns in that era were very faulty. Very faulty. And she's just like, you know, like, my weapons are better. Like, the she has, like, this axe that... She's her- this cool fucking, like... And she made it so she could, like, uh, throw it and recall it. Yeah. It was um her dad. Like, her dad has passed and he gave that to her. And so mm-hmm. she puts it on this, like, rope that she makes so she can throw it and bring it back. And, like, at one point, the, like, other um, warriors are, like, or hunters are laughing at her about it. They're like, you have to put your um, weapon on a leash. And it's like, well, that comes in handy later on, buddy. (laughs) Like, you die, and she makes it, so. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But each time she, like, learns, she learns, like, it won't attack me if I don't look like a threat. It only attacks people with weapons. It it needs info. It, like, sees with he because she knows the flowers make you cold and it doesn't see the guy shivering on the ground until i think he like cries out or something mm-hmm. he makes a noise and then it's like oh. <laughs> uh and so all leading up to this like awesome fucking final fight where she like so tricks the trapper to be bait uh with the gun the gun isn't loaded she takes the flat she eats the flowers so then she's cold and mm-hmm. oh my god the scene where the predator like steps up behind her and she sidesteps Mm-hmm. So it doesn't touch her, so it doesn't know that she's there. Uh, she learns that the helmet is what the arrow, like whatever the helmet points at, the arrows will shoot. It doesn't matter what the predator wants to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, so each, she's like proving that she is like the best hunter and tracker here, right? Cause like the other one is the predator at this point. Her brother gets killed. Um, with a bummer, but yeah. a bummer. Uh, it's after they bond, uh, and he's like, you know, I know you can do it. Um, but, uh, oh, and it's, uh, uh, it's just really cool. Uh, it's a really, I really hope we get more Predator movies like this. Yeah, this was an amazing, like, progression of the mm-hmm. concept. And it shows that this concept is still something that can be, like, made, like, fresh and mm-hmm. new. And it was mm-hmm. really cool getting to, like, go back and see, like, why does the Predator think that Earth is a good like hunting ground for this mm-hmm. coming of age ritual. Like, why do they think that man? Because man is the most dangerous game. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, what makes yeah. what, what what did that? And it's this yeah. like showing this power and this ingenuity. I think it's so interesting because like it also it sets up so much because in the end credits they they like show um like Naru getting this role that her brother had and they show her like leading uh her people to like a new like new area and they like do like this mm-hmm. um like stop motion um drawing almost yeah and the end of it is like shows like more predator ships coming yeah so like they keep coming to like fight them right i'm like do they keep fighting them does she keep, does it like i i have so many questions but it's also so cool because they don't really do, like they've done sequels but it's never like the same people they were going to for predator yeah. 2 and then like it didn't work out uh, mm-hmm. and so the idea of like, they could, or just like doing something else set, you know, a little bit further in the future and then being like, we have stories or something, right. Of like anything, like it's so cool to think of them intentionally doing building blocks of this franchise versus mm-hmm. in the eighties when they wanted just to make a popcorn flick, which I think they're good yeah. popcorn flicks, but like this movie is like doing stuff. 
And you never see Predator movies, like, do stuff. So I think this could be, like, a good, like, jumping off point for, like, the Predator movies going forward to do stuff. It would Mm -hmm. be really interesting to see, like, kind of, like, in, like, our time, like, in the future, see, like, someone who, like, you know, is Comanche and has to utilize, like, some of these, like, older techniques that, like, Naru had to use, like, way, Mm -hmm. way, way back in the past Mm -hmm. to, like, fight this threat um, that maybe, like their ancestors have talked about and like they thought mm-hmm. like oh, this, this isn't real this none of this is real and it's like right. oh wait this is real now like that could be a really interesting thing is like oh like when they said like these things came out of the sky that's what this is and right. like they had to fight it then and like now i have to fight it now and um, yeah i think they could do there's so many ways it can go um mm-hmm. it's still like all anyone it's it's still like such a big hype buzz thing the work the biggest worry i have is someone seen those dollar signs yeah. Because this was on Hulu. This is on mm-hmm. Hulu. If you sat through all this because you're like, hey, I should watch it, but I want to hear about it because you're like that, which is fine. I don't judge you. I'm like it's that on sometimes, Hulu. too. Yeah. Like, sometimes um, I'm like, I just don't have the energy to watch a movie, but I want to know about it. And yeah. if, like, the people who I'm listening to, like, have, like, really positive things to say about it or I hear, like, what I like, I'll watch it. So mm-hmm. if you didn't listen to us at the beginning and we're like, I don't know if I, how I feel about watching it first and listen to all this anyway... It's on Hulu. Go watch it. It's, it's great. on Hulu. Yeah. But they didn't do a theater release. And a lot of people are calling yeah. for theatrical release to see how much it can make. And I worry about it because I don't think it make a lot. Because it's like a lot of people have watched it now. A lot of people are still not going to movie theaters for yeah. the pandemic. Uh, and so it's rough to think like, I don't know if now would make what it could have. I think it would mm-hmm. make money. I don't think yeah. it needs a theater. I think a theatrical release could be cool. And like, unlike the year anniversary or something, you know, like next year is like... I don't think we need to do it now. Um, but I do yeah. worry about people seeing Dallas Science and the next movie in this franchise uh, being in theaters only and it being like, and not having the same heart. They're, they're just like mm-hmm. trying to repeat what this one did, which is kind of felt like happened with Predator 2. Like Predator 1 was hit, a hit and Predator 2 felt like money. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, like, I, I, I still love movies being not in theaters. And I think like this maybe could show that like they're... There's a market for movies not being in theaters still because mm-hmm. a lot of people aren't going to theaters. And um, I didn't know it was a Predator movie <laughs> like, at first. People just started talking about it. Someone in my house like who has access to my Hulu, because my Hulu is anarchy for some reason. You know how on Netflix you have like different, yeah. um, different profiles for mm-hmm. people? Hulu has that too, but for some reason we haven't set it up. So everything. It's just... because Hulu introduced it later, so a lot yeah, of people so never set it up because it was, never... it was everyone had just shared it. We've never set it up, so someone, um, which would be either my dad or my brother, started watching this movie and stopped right at the title screen. And I'm like, <laughs> why did you stop? There's nothing here. Like, because before the title screen, it's literally just like Nara was out hunting with her dog, and her dog gets his mm-hmm. tail stuck in a trap. And then, like, they see the thing in the sky, and then the title comes down, and it's in the Predator font, and it says Prey. And I'm like, yes. what made you stop watching Whomstever that is? Because I feel like my dad would love this movie. I feel like he would love it. And I'm like, why did you stop watching? Yeah, weird. Yeah, I didn't know, because I saw him talking, like, tweeting about it when the trailer came out, and I didn't mm-hmm. know it was a Predator movie until I watched it. And I watched the trailer, and when I, when they revealed it was a Predator movie, I was like, one part? Oh my, like, I'm gonna watch this other part. I wish I hadn't known. Yeah, because that would have been wild to, like, kind of figure it out, like, see, like, the blood and, like, the footsteps, and then finally seeing, like, this is the predator, and <laughs> be like, 
Oh, because people so kept next talking one, about So next one, next one, yeah. don't tell us it's a, don't, do your best to not tell us it's a Predator movie. As, yeah. as much as you can, fight your overlord. I know, I know you, listener, are going to write the next great Predator movie. Don't let them, don't let them force you into it. Keep it a secret. Yeah, because, like, that would kind of bring back, like, the original, like, mystery of the series. Like, where you have to figure out, like, what is this thing? And, like, how do we fight it? <laughs> Like, take a book out of Marvel's play. Take a page up Marvel's playbook. Just CGI the Hulk and all the scenes the Predator will be in, and then when we watch the movie, <laughs> we'll be like, and the Hulk's the Hulk? not there. We'll be like, what? <laughs> the Hulk's not here. This is in a imagine, Marvel movie. We have to wrap up, but imagine being the fucking effects artist where they're like, do all of these scenes over with the Hulk in them instead for the trailer. I'm sorry, God. what, Kevin Feige? <laughs> Excuse me, you want me you want me to get um who the who plays the Hulk? Who is the Hulk? That is um mm, what's his name? I've really forgotten. Oh, Oh, it was like Bruce Oh (laughs) No, the guy who plays the Hulk, whomst is he? Uh oh no, now it's happening to me. See? It's gone. We've forgotten. Who is he? Uh Mark Ruffalo. Yeah, okay, let me let me continue the bit then. Um, yeah, so we gotta put Mark Ruffalo in all the scenes. We gotta get Marky Mark Ruffalo um, and just kind of like CGI him in all these scenes. Okay, so it's gonna be really simple. And um, yeah, you do have to pay him a lot because he is like, you know, a hot commodity. Everyone's trying to hire Mark Ruffalo. Um, so uh, get on that right now, please. And it's just for trailers. So if he's like, well, I'm recording like another movie and I need to be like doing this other movie first, um, just tell him to like, fuck off. But also we really need him so um be like fuck off with a question mark at the end because you're like um well maybe we would like be still interested in having you in here so don't really fuck off but fuck you <laughs> i don't know where i'm going with this anymore everyone watch pray if you haven't if you if you if you're here and you hadn't watch pray if you're here and you already watch pray go watch it again watch it um, with the um comanche um uh language track you can still have english subtitles on it yeah. won't match up completely but you'll still kind of know what's going on and you, if you've already seen the movie you'll definitely know what's going on i'm so. begging you to match your subtitles though when you do this please it's not that please. hard please 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 Whew. yeah i think that's it that's it all right next I time go- we'll be doing something else <laughs> Who knows? i gotta go get my booster <laughs> oh cool i'm gonna go eat mm, good what are you gonna eat I don't know. We have Korean fried chicken leftovers. Oh, but I also kind of want McDonald's Wait. now. It's like in my head that I want McDonald's. Where'd you get Korean fried chicken from? Uh, The place here on that street, you know, down not downtown, out on the Beltline. The Beltline? Okay, where Banchan used to be. Yes. Yeah, that place is good. <laughs> that is good really chicken. Good. But so, McDonald's? I want- yeah, the chicken- I, it's like in my fucking head. Mm-hmm. So we'll see where the fates take me. By Look, which I mean, chicken- I'll go downstairs and say to my partner, what if we got McDonald's? And then she'll hopefully say no, and then I'll eat the cream fried <laughs> chicken. But the chicken will last one more day. So, hmm. 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 Goodbye. <laughs> Bye. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of Secret Histories of Nerd Mysteries. Our music was provided by Esperanza Garay Negron, and you can find their music on Bandcamp at knifenun.bandcamp.com. Our introduction was voiced by Cafe3G. You can find him under that handle on Twitter and Instagram. This podcast is a part of the Nacellecast Podcast Network. You can find us at Nerd Mysteries on Twitter. The show is edited and produced every week by the amazing host Brenda. And as a reminder, please, please, please... 
for listening to the podcast. Throw us a five-star review. Helps the show out a lot. Tell a friend about the show. And until next time, historians, see ya.